0: Welcome to the Power Couples Rock podcast, where our mission is to build a collective community of marriages, where we encourage, inspire, and support one another in order to have masterful marriages. We're Carlos, Catherine, Chris, and Sonia. Please check us out, PowerCouplesRock.com, follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram we believe that one of the most amazing legacies we can leave in life is a great marriage. So we hope you'll listen, learn, and love the conversation. Let's power
1: Good day, Power Couples. This is Carlos and Catherine Green of Power Couples Rock, and we are here. Tell the audience, hello, Catherine. Hey, what's
2: up, Power Couples?
1: We are here at the Eusebia Weekend Experience here in Columbia, Maryland. So we're doing a special podcast with the founders and the visionaries of eusebia yes we've got dr harold arnold and his beautiful wife here dahlia arnold say could you guys say hello to the power
3: what's up
1: and i tell you we actually have another special guest that's in the house today dr ray charles Dr. Charles, say hello to our Power Couples community. Hey, Power Couples, good to be here.
0: Good yes. to be here with
1: you. Yes. Can't you guys feel that
0: energy oh, in the air? I The air? It. Totally. I'm ready for feel it. energy yes. in
1: the air. And So what we want to do today is talk about Eusebia and what Eusebia mm-hmm. is all about. And our theme for this weekend is called Clean. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get into yes. what clean really means regarding a husband and wife and a covenant married couple. Mm-hmm. Right, Kathy? Yes.
2: we Carlos and I have been coming for three years. I love so it. if you don't put this on your checklist for next year, you mm,
1: you're really missing, you're out. missing out on a special. You're treat. really missing. Out. We
2: have just our marriage has grown tremendously, and all of the just the uh, the topical intensities that we have has been really helpful in our relationship. So. I'm excited about we're we're here now, and we're excited about just what are we going to receive and to hear from the founders, and that's awesome.
1: So let's go right into Mm -hmm. Eusebia. So Dr. Arnold and Dahlia, talk to us about your vision for Eusebia and where it came from.
4: Well, I mean, just imagine this: imagine if you all, everyone in my sound of my voice, if you could just close your eyes and vision in your holy imagination. Imagine a thousand Christian couples that were all on one accord. Think about that. Like, what would that do? What would that mean? What would that invoke? What would that make possible? So that is what Eusebia is about. It's the aspiration that we have gotten from the Holy Spirit, really, is that we make a clarion call for a thousand Christian couples to commit to a spiritual revival for marriage. And there's so many important elements to that spiritual revival. Like, what does that mean? I remember all of us, when we first kind of cast visions for this, we had folks saying, well, what does that mean? Like a (laughs) spiritual revival for marriage? And to be honest, I was like, I'm not sure. That's just, (laughs) that's just what God said. I just felt in our spirit, a spiritual revival for marriage. But over the last three years, I think all of us who've been part of this movement have gotten more clarity. I'm not saying that we have This total lucidity about what it looks like. But we have a profound sense that what we're doing here, what we are speaking about here, what we're advocating is countercultural. That is something that is not represented in our culture and that we keep moving. We're not at a thousand couples right now. We got a long way to go to that. But we understand that God works in the remnant. That's the message of Scripture, how God used a remnant of people to do extraordinary mm. things. And so what Dolly and I keep doing is we're just trying to be a drum beat and to keep every year just beating a drum, a rhythmic drum that says. You know what? God is calling us to something higher. God is calling us to something higher. And then looking for the people that that resonates in their spirit and they, and that attracts them. And then they tell other people. And so it has kind of a exponential multiplicative effect. That's what a 1000 is. That's how we believe that marriage in the world, in fact, is transformed in the, in the context of marriage and beyond. Dahl, would you? Yeah. Did you add no. That?
5: Amen. That, that's totally it. Um, We also feel like this is about a community of couples um, that hold each other up to a God standard, God standard to please him. And as we please him, our marriages just continue to grow and grow. And I have to say that, honestly, when Harold first came with that vision to me, honestly, I was like, oh, my gosh, that just sounded like so much, you know, and I was like, oh, wow. But, you know, it has really changed me. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest thing. A lot of times we know when God gives us a vision, we're thinking about, you know, everyone else. Um, But this journey has really changed me and my desires to please God and my desires to, to be the wife that he has called me to be. And um, I adore my husband. I mean, I honestly sincerely love him. Uh, He has his faults. I have my faults. Um, But I, Lord has really taught me to focus on his, the good stuff that my husband has, wow. the wonderful things that God is doing through him. And changing my focus that way has really blown me away in the way that I see him now. Oh. I mean, honestly, after 31 years of marriage. Um, Come on, give it up, up for 30 years, years. 30 years?
2: Yeah. 31? 31 years. 31
5: years. 31 years. I so adore my husband more than I did when we first got married. So oh, that's that. what Eusebia is all about.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, we can see it from the, the three years that we've been here. It's continued to grow yes. every year, not only in just the number of couples that are attending, but the spiritual maturity that you can see in the couples that are here. And you can see truly actionable items of where God is working in their lives throughout the year. And we yes. speak to several couples throughout the entire year before we get back here, and you can, the language is changing. The mindset is shifting and they're really communicating to other couples the experience that they're having here. So we're doing, I mean, you all are doing a great work with the seed that you all are planting. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Thank you for that.
4: It means a lot. Yeah.
2: So
1: here's a question I have for you all because people ask all the time. So what does Eusebia mean? What, what is Eusebia? And some people may not even know how to pronounce it right. So it is Eusebia. Eusebia.
4: Yes, yes. So the word, Greek word, and it means godliness, god, godly reverence. And I first came across the word when I was writing my most recent book, The Unfair Advantage, um, A Grace-Inspired Path to Winning at Marriage. And there's this passage in Second Peter and it talks about, it starts with faith, it's a beautiful passage because it starts with faith and it says, add to your faith, all these different things, virtue and knowledge and self-control uh, and mutual affection and all of these things, it builds up this beautiful tapestry that culminates in love. And so often our Christian walk, we think the end of our relationship with God and the end of relationship with marriage is about faith, but it's this, it's really the beginning that this passage that I love about that is that it says it starts in faith, but you're not done just because you got some faith. Come on, You know, <laughs> it says right. that you yeah. have to add to your faith these things. If the end of it was just having faith, then why would it tell you you need to add to these things? But one of the things that it says to add on its way to adding unfailing love, it says to add Godliness. And that word is Eusebia. Mm. Uh, And so, what we that that spoke so much to me when I was researching that, when I was thinking about it, looking at the Greek and the transliteration, I'm like, that is what that captures the essence of what Mm. I think God has my voice to say to the church that it's not enough for us to think that faith is the end of it. We have to think that our faith is just the beginning of it. And then what does that make possible? As we fold in all these different elements of it, what is that? What is God going to do? So godliness For me, that's what I want to put out. That's what we want to put out, really, as a call to folks. Who are the couples? Who are those power couples that want to have a different kind of standard, that we don't look for the world standard of what marriage, what a good marriage is, but that we look at a a true biblical standard? Mm -hmm. And we, even in the talk today, I I contrasted this notion of an absolute Christ versus an acceptable Christ, mm. and that falls right into this notion of godliness. Because I fear that so many of our Christian marriages are stuck with an with an acceptable Christ that we have constructed. It's a co-construction, and what we're don't get me started. On, get, don't <laughs> get me started. I'm already but it, on. It's just we have to hold up a different standard of an absolute Christ, and that comes with it. I said it's it's free. It's it's free, but it comes with a cost, mm-hmm. right? It's free, but it's not cheap, mm-hmm. you know? And so we have to lean into that idea of godliness. And, and the, what Dahlia said is so important because it is really, really hard, if not impossible, to do that alone. Mm-hmm. And that is why we need we need the Greens in our lives. Right? We need the Dr. Ray Charleses in our lives. We need those people who are of like faith, you know, that where deep can seek deep and mm-hmm. that we can, when we are Low when we are misstepped, that we have people that own that and can call us to that back to okay Harold don't rem, don't forget you remember what you said yes mm-hmm. is this absolute God is no. this absolute yeah. Christ yeah. or is this acceptable Christ um, well I
1: love that what you're what you're saying now, because you I was going to ask you what's the profile of a couple that would actually be attending Eusebia but what if a couple feels like you know we're not quite there yet we do believe in Christ. We love on him, but we have not surrounded ourselves with a community of couples that gets us into that absolute Christ space. What would you tell a couple like that? Dahlia.
5: I mean, I, I, you seek those couples, right? I mean, you look for them, you pray. I mean, because I know that there were times in my life where I, I wanted a close friend, you know, and I go to God and I ask him, Lord, please show us those couples that are going to help us to grow in you. And God will, he's faithful. He will bring those couples around, Mm -hmm. but you have to be willing to step out and be a friend. You know, it's like, you know, it's easy to say, oh, no one wants to be my friend or whatever. No, 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 no. You have to also be a friend and God will show you those people.
1: I love that. Mm -hmm. Catherine, we have that story on the different places that we've actually lived Mm -hmm. before that. That was your specific prayer. Mm -hmm. can i say that's our specific specific prayer
2: right go for it go for it (laughs) well well we we are originally from nashville tennessee but we lived in ohio and now live in georgia and our specific prayer was to surround us around couples who love god who love their spouses and who love their community and wanting to do positive things in their lives um, to advance the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and just want to grow. And so everywhere we've gone, God has honored that. And he, we know that that's Amen. part of what he likes what he needs and what we need as we're relational. So we need that. And um, so that has been so healthy. And that's one of the things about Eusebia too, although oh, yes. it's a big um, it's a weekend experience when you have a multitude of couples, but we also get an opportunity to do small um, groups, what we call a pods, and mm-hmm. we get to go together and we get to peel back layers even more. Yes. And I'll tell you what, that has been an eye opener for a lot of couples who really wanted to just talk to someone. And this gives us a venue or a platform to be able to do that. And those relationships that have are formed here at this time, mm-hmm. they don't just stop here at UCB mm-hmm. for this weekend. They continue yeah, and we have right. lifelong Couples in our lives that we have just done community with, whether they're near or far. Birth from a Eusebia blessing. is right. Absolutely,
1: yeah. I love the transition into the the, the theme, theme. Yes, called clean mm. here. So I want to hear from Dr. Arnold as well as Dr. Ray Charles regarding the theme clean mm. and what it really means and represents here. So mm. either one of you all can take it. Because I want to hear from both of you.
4: Yeah, well, I'll start and then let Dr. Charles clean up all the stuff that I leave out. <laughs> but, um, but you know, when the Lord put that on my heart, he led me to this passage in, in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 7. And I found it really profound, and it's uh, verse 1. Since we have these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from every defilement of body and spirit, bringing holiness to completion in the fear of God. And that notion of bringing holiness to completion struck me because it said, well, if that's there, that means that there's a facet called incomplete holiness. And so then what does that look like where, and and what I fear is that so many of our marriages, Christians, marriages are living in a place of incomplete holiness. And so when we talk about Eusebia and godliness and all of the things that we've been discussing so far, what at the essence of it, we have to mature. We have to find that is the perfecting or the working out of our faith that looks in the context of our marriage. And so... How do we encourage one another towards complete holiness? That's what clean is about. It's an individual decision, that each, a choice that each individual couple makes, each individual, and then each couple makes. And then when we talk about accountability, it's about us holding each other, me looking at the greens, looking at Carlos, you know, and, and saying, you know, hey, is is that complete holiness mm. right there, right? Mm-hmm. And we can jest and all of that kind of stuff. And I, there's a proper, there's a place for that, but there's a level where I'm serious. You know, it's like Carlos that that's and and when I this. see Carlos doing those things that look just like that, mm-hmm. then that's what I need to learn from. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to watch him. And by seeing how wow, look how Carlos does that with Catherine, mm-hmm. that's really what I need to be doing a better job of. That is to me helping one another yes. towards that idea of our bringing our holiness to mm-hmm. completion. We have to. And to respond to your other question, we have to seek out the communities that we, the people, the things that we want to be. Right. We have to yes. find people yes. that are l- doing those things. Yes. And then we have to do whatever we need to do to keep ourselves in the presence of those people, I pay any it. price to be in the presence of great people, Ooh, any, price. any price, any price, price to, to be in the, in the presence, presence of, of, great 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 of great people,
5: Amen. people. Wow. That's like a Dr. hashtag. Charles, wow. right? That's a tweet. <laughs> how do
3: Good. you, how do you follow that? I, I, I just want to leverage what uh, my friend Harold was talking about in terms of godliness. Mm. When I hear clean, I hear pure. Mm. I don't know if you guys uh, got a pen and paper, but write this down. When you hear "clean," I hear "pure." And and her, Harold mentioned something earlier. He said, "If I look, if I look at Carlos, when I watch at Carlos." Clean has everything to do with how you see in it. Blessed are the pure in heart, mm. for they shall see God. Mm. <laughs> and, and 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 that's what the King James said, but really the original translation really says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see like God. Wow. I want to I I don't want to see because if I that's see deep. God, it's like I'm 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 separate from God. I'm I'm looking at God at a distant. But when my conscience is clean, when my conscience is pure, even though my spouse has faults, I am not seeing the faults. Because of the cleanliness of my heart and the cleanliness of my conscience, I'm going right back to Titus, to the wow all things are pure so i'm not looking at my spouse through my spouse's fault i'm looking at my spouse through the blood of jesus because of the purity of my heart so when i hear
1: clean i hear pure Wow. Wow. wow that's the kind of quality that you get here at eusebia yes You got to hear Dr. Ray Charles in his fullness. I I know you think that was full. No, you got to hear him in his fullness. And I love how you just described that, that cleanliness and how you see purity Mm -hmm. and that you actually see it through Christ's eyes. That's just amazing to me. I love that. What would you say? That's right. I want to ask Dahlia here because from a woman's perspective, what does clean look like?
5: Well, for me, it, it, it's a journey. You know, it's really a journey. And I think um, if people will think of it as a journey, they don't have to feel afraid about the purity or the cleanliness. And realizing, too, that it, God it is the Holy Spirit working in you as you are obedient. And that is a key right there. As you trust God and you are obedient in your marriage, God will help you to be more thoughtful. God will help you to be more kind. God will help you to be more loving. God will help you to be more graceful and forgiving. Um, And that, I mean, that's been my experience that as I let God work in me, take away those bad thoughts. Because honestly, when our, our spouses do something that we don't like, there's all kinds of stuff happening in that mind.
1: Can you say that again? There's all kinds yeah. of stuff
5: happening in that mind. <laughs> yes. And we can't say that we don't have no control over it. Yes, we do. If we ask the Lord to help us, he will help us to think those thoughts that he's telling us to think about. I love
1: it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love that. I have to yes. ask this one question to Dr. Ray Charles. How did you meet the Arnolds? And tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Mm-hmm.
3: It was a mutual friend. Um, Dick Bruso. Dick Bruso. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a speaker, so that's what I do. We can tell. <laughs> no, 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 no. We we tell that's, that's what I do uh, for a living. And, and I met Dick. I have no exact recollection of where I met Dick, but the, the moment I mentioned to him that I'm a Howard alum, he said, okay, I know exactly
0: oh. <laughs> who to connect you with. <laughs> H.U. You,
3: you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so since then, we've, we've been brothers. We, we don't speak often because of our schedules, um, but, but we speak in the spirit. Mm. Um, you know, I, I, I've read his letter from him and, him and, and Dahlia several times. And every time I read the letter, I feel
5: mm. their yeah. spirit.
3: Mm. So, so we have a spiritual connection. My background is chemical engineering. I met my mm. wife in engineering. She was electrical. I was chemical, and people ask me all the time, Doctor Ray, how did you make the transition <laughs> from chemical engineering to what you do now in, in leadership and the different communication items that you speak on? And I say, well, you know what? I never really left chemical engineering because mm. as a chemical engineer, I was trained to convert crude oil to gasoline. When when you, Carlos, when you go to the gas station, you have a choice between yeah. regular, premium. And unleaded. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Well yeah, hold on. <laughs> as a chemical engineer, that's a process. And these grades of gasoline, the only thing that separates those grades of gasoline is the degree in which it is refined. Uh-oh. Is the degree Uh-oh. in which it goes through read, read the go. furnace. <laughs> yes. So so as a yes. chemical engineer, I'm taking the same laws wow. of thermodynamics and applying it as Dalia just articulated, to our thoughts. One of the best definitions that I've heard of leadership is from Mm -hmm. Professor Kegnan from Harvard. He said leadership simply is the distillation of chaos. As a chemical engineer, you are trained to distill the crude from the crude oil so that you get premium gasoline and so what I do every day is wow. simply distilling the crude thoughts mm-hmm. so that we can be premium husbands, wow. well, premium wives, Hallelujah. premium pastors, I premium presidents. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it's simply a refiner's furnace. Wow. So as a chemist, chemical engineer, I'm applying the laws to leadership.
1: Amen. wow hashtag that <laughs> that is definitely tweetable as well wow. wow, right wow i love that See, yes. this is at, this is at eusebia yes. this is what you get that's one of eusebia. our spirit head
4: talkers for t- t- saturday night that's saturday awesome. night
1: i love that how does one get to know you or hear more about what you offer on your social media platforms or website how do they do that
3: well it's very, I, I have not, Carlos, I have not carried business cards in 30 years. With a name like Ray Charles, you don't need <laughs> business cards, right? I need this to change year. my name. I <laughs> so I love uh, it. my website simply is drraycharles.com. This is d r r a y c h a r l e scom But the one thing that I've always said um, over the last two years or so, the, there's only two words that I want on my tombstone. Mm. And that's righteous leadership. Mm. There's a whole lot of types of leadership out here. There's servant leadership, transformational leadership. But I believe we're living in a time where, and that's what I love about you, is, is, is how do we lead and are led by the spirit in our marriage? Yes. How do we lead and are led by the spirit in government? How do we lead and are led by the spirit in business? And so righteous leadership. And God preserved that website just for Terry and I, my wife and I. And so our website is RighteousLeadership.com.
1: RighteousLeadership.com.
3: RighteousLeadership.com. And our our goal is to be a reflection of what God sees as leadership. I don't necessarily want to know what the gurus out here are saying, quote unquote, gurus out here are mm. saying about leadership. I want to go back to the word. Mm. What does yes. God? Yes. What is the Holy Spirit saying? Mm. I want an anointing of yes. Issachar, oh, yes. Issachar, who yes. understood Uh-oh. Uh-oh. the times. <laughs> we, we we don't have to go back to Daniel. We can look at ourselves in our in our pods. Yes. And hold each other accountable, and saying, "What are you hearing God say right. for this time?" Right. And be led by that. Yeah. And so that is our that is our mission. Terry and I are leadership missionaries. We travel to all over the world just with a message of righteousness. Leadership. I love what Harold said. It starts with faith. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's the beginning. That's the beginning. And the just, the righteous shall live by faith. Mm -hmm. And so this the scripture that that is the foundation for righteous leadership is is, uh, Proverbs 29:2. It simply says, When the righteous Mm -hmm. are in authority, the people rejoice.
1: Mm -hmm. So give us that scripture again.
3: Proverbs 29:2. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. And we are going through certain ills in our world today. Yes. Mm. Not because the people of the church don't have faith. It's because the people of faith are not walking in their authority. Oh,
2: that's another. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's another one. Amen. <laughs> another i put on, right like, there. four
1: seatbelts <laughs> already. <laughs> that's powerful. Dr. Rachel. Ooh,
2: thank you so much. Thank you so much. Word.
1: I really appreciate that. And Dr. Harold. And Dahlia, Arnold, yep, yep, please yep. tell us how do people get in touch with Eusebia? How do they learn more about it? What does that look like? It's real easy. Call my wife.
4: <laughs> Pray for marriage. Prayformarriage.com. You know, it's amazing to me. I just reserved that domain name. Like, A year ago. Now, as hard as it is to get domain names, right? Right. Isn't it it amazing to you that Pray for Marriage, what does that say to you about our culture? (sighs) Pray for Marriage was available just two years ago. Wow. So what I'm I'm saying is Mm -hmm. I think we're tapping into something. Check out PrayForMarriage.com. We we have a free couples devotional out there that is an excellent resource there. Of course, there's articles. There's uh, articles that I and others have written as well to encourage the spiritual intimacy uh, in your marriage and you can also reach out uh, reach out to Dahlia and me or really more me Dahlia ain't really listening on um, email but
5: <laughs> but you can wow. reach out go to the
4: website <laughs> and you'll see in how to contact me and even a phone number that is, so it's really easy to to find us and um, yeah, we'll look for you there. Yeah. Yes. We want
2: to encourage you, though. Uh, uh, 2020 dates are uh, out there, right? Yes, yes. 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 October,
5: October 15th through the 18th. All right,
2: 2020. We want 2020. you to go ahead and register early. Yes. It's just
1: going to be dynamic.
5: We plan on being there. We plan on. Y'all better be. We're going to find you. <laughs>
1: Well, we just want to thank you all, both Dr. Ray Charles and the Arnolds for being on the podcast today. We, it. it has been tremendously a great experience for us. And yes. while we're here at Eusebia, we've already just been blessed. I don't know how much more we can eat spiritually. Got, we got a long way to I go. Know. <laughs> we got a long way to go. But I, I, I encourage Everyone, if you have not come to Eusebia, the Eusebia Weekend experience, I guarantee you 100% unequivocally mm. mm. that you will be transformed Amen. by your mind, by your heart, and by your soul yes. by being here. Yes, Amen. yes. Amen. Right?
2: Yes. Check us out also at powercouplesrock.com. And with that being said, let's, let's get, get
0: powered up. Powered up. Yes. Thanks for listening to the Power Couples Rock podcast. We hope that you've been encouraged, inspired, and supported. Please listen and subscribe to our other Power Pods as we are confident that they will strengthen your marriage. Also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. It's there where we can extend these discussions together, take these conversations, and your marriage to the next level enjoy your day and power up